0: Welcome to another episode of Daddy Unscripted, a proud member of Osiris Media. My name is Tim Wheaton. I am your podcast host. Are you a, a streaming binger? Wow, that sounds um, like such a horrible wow. thing to call Sounds somebody. like I need to
1: go to rehab. <laughs>
0: You're either a binging streamer or a streaming binger.
1: (laughs) I binge, thanks. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean.
0: That or chum.
1: Right. I'm chummy with Netflix.
0: (laughs) That's good. Okay, before we kick in to the normal intro to this episode, I just wanted to specify this episode was recorded in the middle of May. So COVID was kind of going on. Everything was locked down and happening in various states, but there was nothing going on with any of the racial tensions that are currently happening in the United States. So we didn't get anywhere near that subject. Just wanted to make sure I let you all know when this conversation took place. So let's dig into the previously recorded intro for this episode. Hey everybody, thanks a lot for joining me for another episode of We're Here Alone Together, the little side path of Daddy Unscripted. My name is Tim Wheaton. I'm the host and creator of Daddy Unscripted. I'm really excited to bring today's episode with Ashley Gears to all of you. And to all of your ears, and I don't know if you've had a few beers, but you can talk about this and listen to it through tears. That's my little poem for you, because actually, we just finished recording this episode, and it was a little bit goofy. There was a lot of laughing, and it actually was a really fantastic conversation that felt really loose and fun. And I I can't say enough about Ashley, she is a really remarkable person, and we did not even come close to touching on everything that I thought we were going to, which is absolutely okay, because as we were talking early on, I was telling her how my podcast, I had an idea that maybe I would do an episode with a mom every Mother's Day, or that every once in a while I would bring a mom on... And I think I'm absolutely going to invite her to come back on and talk about her dad and talk about her being a parent and get a little bit more into the parenting stuff, because this really was kind of a mixed bag of stuff that we hit on. And I was kind of being a little bit more of a clock watcher at times, thinking about the fact that these episodes are a little bit shorter than the normal daddy unscripted ones. But I think... I. I could have talked with her for a lot longer period of time, as well as gone through a lot more with her. So I don't know. I feel like I should have a picture of Ashley and a picture of an empty chair. And I hold my hand over Ashley and people applaud that want more Ashley on the podcast. And then I'll hold my hand over the empty chair and who can, cheer for not having Ashley back on. And I would assume that would be complete silence. And that is a fully rational assumption because there's no way, there's no way after hearing this, that you're going to say, I don't want to hear more from Ashley. She's very cool. I think you would normally say I was pleasantly surprised, but I really wasn't surprised. I think she hit the mark in the best way that I could have expected and definitely more than that, but I was expecting great things, I got great things, and then some, and you're all about to hear that. Before I go too much more into the episode, however, let me remind you that Daddy Unscripted is very proud to be a part of Osiris Media. Osiris is continuing to grow, continuing to put out all kinds of new podcasts, new regular podcasts, new mini kind of mini-series podcasts. There are so many new things coming out, continuing to happen this year, and it's almost laughable to say 2020 has been bigger for Osiris than 2019. It's like not even comparable. The regular podcasts are having so many great guests on and continuing to churn out amazing episodes, but then there's all these new podcasts that are coming out as well, that are featuring amazing guests that are focusing on really cool topics so go to osirispod.com find out what all other podcasts are out there and then find some of those things and subscribe to them there's something for everybody i know that we always said that osiris is focused on music and culture and it really is but i think a lot of people like We're kind of expecting this to just be a ton of music podcasts. Obviously, Daddy Unscripted doesn't entirely fit that bill, but there's so much out there, you guys. So check out OsirisPod.com. I will remind you as well, Osiris has partnered with Jambase, So Jam Bass is a perfect place for you to go to find normally where you can go see live music, but as we are still in COVID times right now, obviously that's not happening. But they do have a special section that is keeping you up to date on what's going on with bands and musicians, as well as giving you a calendar and telling you every which way to find live music that is streaming, whether it's old concerts that they're showing or things in people's living rooms, whatever it may be. So go to jambase.com to continue to find ways to listen to and see live music, even in the presence of your own home. Before I tell you about my sponsor, Harry's, let me tell you a little bit about something that Osiris is joined with, which is on the nonprofit front. One of the organizations that we are dealing with is called Sweet Relief, and you can go to sweetrelief.org to find out more. But they are providing immediate assistance to anyone in the music industry who has been financially impacted by COVID-19. It's tough for us to think about that as, I say us, as like non-musicians, and to think about these bands and musicians in all ranges of levels, you know, going from the little cover bands that play every week at a bar near you, and that is how some of them are either putting food on their table, or that is the majority of their financial income that they are getting, all the way up to some of the big bands and big artists who, you know, they are expecting their normal revenue for whatever that means for them and there is nothing going on they are not making any kind of income right now aside from the quarters maybe the nickels that they're getting from spotify or something like that so sweet relief is providing assistance to people in the music industry they have received thousands of applications for assistance and applicants include artists, crew, venue workers, agents, managers, photographers. I mean, there's so many people that are affected by all of this that is kind of shutting down the music industry in a way. They pay for vital living expenses, including medical bills, health insurance, prescriptions, utility and telephone bills, their groceries, auto-related expenses, clothing. So they are accepting applications now So if you are a musician or if you are somehow involved in the music industry, like some of those people that I said before, please apply for help. Or you can donate to help those in need by going to sweetrelief.org. And one of the newest things for Daddy Unscripted is my partnership with Harry's. Look, times are tough right now, but Harry's is still here to help you look your best while saving you a little cash along the way. However you are dealing with your time right now as a man, okay, I know this doesn't go maybe for your women, but I don't know what you guys are doing. I normally like to have a fairly big full beard. Right now I'm having to keep it kind of trim because I have to wear a mask to work every day and I don't love doing that with a beard. It just doesn't feel like it works great. So, perfect timing, that this all ended up coming around at the same time where I was able to get back on track with Harry's. I had used Harry's back in the past and again like I like wearing a beard so I normally don't use it that much but now I'm back on board with Harry's. When I used them before I was incredibly impressed and if anything they're only better now. They've got incredibly high quality blades at factory direct prices they're delivered directly to your door on your schedule whether you do it with or without a subscription with them in this particularly challenging time you can feel a little bit better about purchasing with them because a as always 1% of their proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better healthcare for men and veterans but in this time You can help support those who need it most right now because Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the United States. That's pretty cool. So I have an exclusive offer for you guys. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com backslash daddy. And this is what you'll get. A weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. You can get this trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com backslash daddy. Go to that site, start shaving better today, get your Harry's trial set, and then you can have your significant others Reach out to me and to Harry's and thank us for how much better you look. Whatever it is that you are trying to rock during this time, whether it's a mustache or a soul patch or a full, like, funky, big poppy beard that you're kind of shaving into your face with specific designs, whatever it may be. So make sure you go to harrys.com backslash daddy to start shaving better today. So let me get right into the episode as we're here alone together with Ashley Gears. It's going to become a weird collage episode where I'm just going to have a bunch of like five minute, it's going to be a Seinfeld episode with a bunch of little
1: rapid fire fun facts.
0: <laughs> yeah. With like <laughs> lines, um playing to like tell you that that was the end of that 30 second right. snippet. <laughs>
1: Growing up, like I never had to pronounce my name. I didn't have to spell my name. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's Garrett. Everyone knows what that is. <laughs> yeah. But since I got married, I have gears, which is easy to say. But when you look at it, I mean, I don't know if I've ever met somebody and they said it was gears, like just reading it. You know, they always guess it's like yeah. gyres or gyres or there's all sorts of weird things that people say and I have to spell it. So I tease them all the time. Like we should have taken my name.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: His name is so inconvenient.
0: <laughs> I did that with my wife because her maiden name is favorite. And I was like, that is the greatest last name. Why would I not? <laughs> we, My name's already going. Like I have siblings that have had kids. Like there's no end of my line that I need to worry about. Like, let me be a favorite that would be so awesome right. and she would not let it happen
1: well i mean our spouses they are a bunch of joy kills obviously <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much all there is to ashley i'm a mom i'm a wife i'm just a small town girl <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: living in an uptown world
1: no not even that um. <laughs> still small town uh,
0: (laughs) journey fans around the world just gasped and then like just sighed afterwards i know they were all excited
1: Um, i'd try it too keep them on their toes
0: oh it's not living in an up i'm mixing up my references that's horrible living in a lonely world
1: now now what are journey fans doing
0: yeah they're like I mean Billy Joel Journey they both have a J in them kind of the same. True.
1: True. I see I see where you went wrong there.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> so you are not living in a lonely world also.
1: <laughs> I am not. No. Okay. Especially during There's a pandemic cuz I'm surrounded by people constantly that live yeah. with me.
0: <laughs> Which is a fantastic like All right. So we are here today uh joined by my now second i think you are my second female that i have talked to which is very exciting i'm gonna to have to like oh no i was gonna say i'll have to make a wall and like put marks um next to them but i think that that could be taken in a very <laughs> wrong way if somebody was to say like what are these notches on your wall or on your belt oh these are women these uh mark these women. My women.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah i'll just um I'll keep it in my head, and that'll be the only place that'll live my marking of how many women I have had on Daddy Unscripted podcast. This is the greatness of we're here alone together, what this has brought about of my ability to branch out a little bit, not just talk to dads, make this more of a thing because I always say that the normal episodes as well can be taken in by moms and people who don't even have kids and I don't know, some people probably kind of raise an eyebrow at me. But now you're here to listen to my episode with Ashley Gears. Ashley, welcome. Thank you very much for coming on.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Uh, So, Ashley, I will put all of this stuff in the show notes. I will put links to her book where you can get her book called Dear Sienna, Letters to Every Daughter. And we'll talk more on that. Um, I'll have a link to her Twitter account, which you, if you are on Twitter, you have to follow her. If you don't already, her Twitter handle is a fierce mind. And she is also a graphic designer by day, non-binge streamer, streaming binger, (laughs) and not a chummy chummer at night. But (laughs) she does other things, which we'll get to, I'm sure, as well. (laughs) None of that makes sense to anybody who missed all of the pre-conversation, but it's funny to Ashley and myself. So
1: that's what's enjoy important. our laughter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I was listening to this other podcast episode that you were on. The name of the podcast is "We're Only Human." Giving another podcast a shout out. You were talking about your all of these different things that kept hitting me as similarities that we had, which, um, lead to even why my podcast exists. And so the similarity with what drove you to write the book is, um, right on par with, with why I did this. So let's maybe start there. If you can kind of go back to that. And I think that that kind of touches on a little daddy unscripted kind of stuff, but I'll let you tell that story.
1: Okay. So my book is basically a compilation of letters that I've written to my daughter since she was born. I just write her periodically different things like advice that I want her to have on hand or um, just different experiences as her mom or uh, when I was growing up or really just anything across the board life lessons and perspectives and things like that and um, the whole reason I started writing those letters was because um, when I was just before before I turned seven my, my dad passed away
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so I obviously spent you know my whole life after that just I, w- I was a daddy's girl too so um, we were very close and I pretty much spent my whole life just constantly wishing that I could somehow talk to him or ask him what I should do in different, you know, situations or if I um, was upset about something or just needed advice or just somebody to like tell me it's okay or, you know, I was so little when I lost him that I would go through periods of time in my life where like, you know is what I remember even like what it was. Did he, you know, was he proud of me? Like, did he Mm. really love me? Like just, you know, all these different questions when you're growing up and you just can't get any answers. And when I had Sienna, my daughter, I just realized like if there's anything that I can, you know, the most important thing I can give her is me and I don't have any control over how long I'm here. So I just <clears throat> wanted to make sure that basically she has access to me, whether I'm with her, whether I'm not with her, uh, whether she's too scared to ask you know, my advice or something like that when she's a teenager or when I'm just long gone and she needs her mama. I hope that my letters are something that she can refer to. And it's pretty much where it came from it was never really intended to be a book that was kind of a later thing in the game
0: (laughs) I mean were you always just kind of planning on it being even a notebook that you were um I mean did you think this this, I'm not meaning this in the way that it sounds it sounds very interrogational but (laughs) did you think through the how is she gonna get this am I going to like when she's 18, were you thinking I'm going to give it to her at that age, or I'm going to give it to her at a certain age? What was your kind of delivery plan before it did become a book?
1: It was one of my biggest kind of questions, honestly, as I was writing them, Mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't let it stop me as far as just writing them. I knew, okay, I just need to get them on paper. And I kept kind of coming back around to the idea of like, my mother's instinct will know. (laughs) you know, when to give them to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, another aspect that I struggled with is that I don't just want to write these to her as she's growing up. Like you said, hopefully I'm, you know, still here when she's my age or when she's a mom, you know? yeah. So whether, whether I'm a grandma and still writing her letters, I would, that's kind of ideal to me. I don't want to just stop, you know, when she turns into an adult because, I'm sure yeah. I'm always gonna have some sort of advice to give her, whether she wants to hear it or not
0: <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> right. um that yeah, that was definitely the the biggest challenge for me initially was just how the heck am I going to give them to her? When do I give them to her? Do I give them all to her at once? Do I give them one at a time mm. like and the book came from I would share the letters with you know my mom and my sister and my best friend and it eventually I started putting him on a, like a blog and a bunch of people started reading in there and telling me like, Oh, you know, more people need, need these letters. It's not, there's obviously uh very specific things to her in them, but yeah, they're also, I think pretty general as far as like what I think all girls, you know, worry about or think about, or sometimes need to hear. So they're general in a certain way. And, um, other people actually were were the ones to say like you need to put this into a book and hmm. then I realized like well I could make them into like a series so this is part one that's published already and then I've started working on part two's letters and figure I'll just do I'll publish a book ever so often when I get enough you know letters together <laughs> is the plan.
0: That's so cool that's mine was 10 years further on than yours. My dad died when I was it was like two weeks before my 18th birthday. And Mm-mm. we were like best friends. We were I was really, really close to him and really looked up to him. And um uh, I always felt like, you know, I didn't get not only did I get conversations that he may have been holding on to for me mm-hmm. to be the right age or for the right experience of life to be happening for him to dole his wisdom out on me. But right. also just things about him and his family and whatever things that just never came up for no good reason. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's dinner time and we're talking about sports or whatever it is that right. is blocking him from sitting down and telling a life story or whatever it may be. And that was something that always was that big kind of hole for me. And I always thought about that. And when my wife and I had my little girl, who's 11 now, I started writing. And I actually have a picture somewhere of, I started this thing called Dear Delilah, and it was going to be a book to my daughter. And it was going to be, you know, different sections of my family history and my wife's family history and things i wanted to tell her and whatever because again same thing mm-hmm. thinking what if i die when she's 4 what if i die when she's 11 right. really cheery thoughts like that you know really happy <laughs> optimistic <Yeah>. <laughs> levels <laughs> um but uh just thinking about that and then mm-hmm. i you know when she was a newborn and going through the toddler stages I was like when am I gonna I I don't have time to write this I'm barely sleeping as it is and I need you know I don't really have the opportunity to do this as much as I want to and then I set it aside and I started doing it as a blog probably like two or three years later and then I was thinking who why am I doing this as a blog who's going to read this and also thinking of that time like dads don't blog that's a it's a mom thing. There's mom blogs and mom groups. Dads don't do this kind of stuff. And then however many years, a couple of years after that, if even that long, I thought, I don't want this. Like this is happening everywhere. These stories of not only our generation, well, I'm older than you, but, you know, us as parents are not only going away, but our parents that didn't document things the way that we, you know, I can show you some, not not me, because I don't put all my meals on Instagram, but I can show you what other people ate <laughs> every night with their kids, you know, and, and right. we didn't get that stuff of our parents. And so, you know, my mom is now um, edging closer to 90 and things, stories of of her youth and of her family and whatever, those are all starting to go by the wayside. And so it just hit right. me that there are a lot of people that are like this. And so that's why I kind of started this was to document for other people's lives as well. So mm-hmm. when I heard you talking about that on that other podcast, I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> that is exactly the same. So yeah. I think that's so cool.
1: I can relate to, to some degree. Cause I have uh, three older brothers who were all teenagers um, mm. when my dad passed. So I've, like literally feel for you (laughs) when you say Mm. you were 17 when he passed, because I had a 13, 16 and 19 year old uh, brothers. So they all handled it uh, differently. It still to this day affects the three of them differently, but um, yeah, it's,
0: it's tough.
1: It's tough. I, I have the unique little, little girl aspect, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, all of my brothers, like, I cannot imagine what I can't imagine what it would have been like to be a teenage girl without my mom. Yeah. And to think of it, you know, in that aspect is heartbreaking. Um,
0: yeah, I've talked with a lot of dads and some of them who are in their forties or fifties who are, who have just recently lost their dads or, um, Mm -hmm. did, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And, I think for all of us, it's kind of, if you had. I should caveat that, I guess, like, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are not in that same boat, but for those with those strong relationships with their parents, there is that, it, it just never goes away. I mean, to some extent, it's right. always there. Right? Did you, did you guys watch Onward?
1: I have not. Should, should we?
0: Disney movie Oh my gosh. Um well, I, have you seen Up?
1: I have. Well, I as much okay. as you can see through tears, but yeah, I, I saw it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. How how did that first part of Up hit you because oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah, onward. It's it's pretty I mean, it's it's a great movie and mm-hmm. I think most of Disney movies are having that little Here you go, adults. Here's the sword in your heart moment or moments. Um, And this one definitely, I mean, it's, if you don't know the story, it's uh, two brothers whose dad died when they were very young. And they have, like, it's kind of a mystical, magical time. And their dad made some kind of magic spell where they can bring him back for 24 hours. Oh, Lord. So... (laughs) i I don't think i should have to say much more than that to um you or myself yeah but uh yeah right it's uh it's a ride for sure
1: well i will mentally try to prepare myself thank you for warning (laughs) yeah (laughs) she's she's a total sap too
0: oh is she yeah my kids are uh, that way too yeah
1: she cries for music or cries in movies all the time too and so I'm sure it'll be a family event. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, just clear out a whole weekend for that. <laughs> yeah. um, the great thing is that Disney now has to pay us for that. So once you talk about one of their movies in a podcast, I think you're, like, your checks just start showing up at your door.
1: Oh, this is going to be so, awesome.
0: Yeah, it's G-I-R-R-E-S for you guys when you <laughs> write your check to Ashley.
1: Right. And I spell it like a sane person it's e y not like e e or like e g oh, yeah, yeah. no it's just e y
0: right that's your your parents <laughs> did well,
1: yeah, mom nailed that one, so we're yeah.
0: good <laughs> so you do your graphic design stuff, and so I assume you were kind of working you have always been working from home with that, or were you going into an office before all this? melee took place with covid
1: well i have been uh working from home since right before Siena was born so i'm i am down with this game i'm i've been training for like seven years eight years almost
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, i however yeah. have never trained with well my husband's a teacher so uh, we're a little bit ahead of the game oh, cool. on that too because i'm kind of used to him being home mm-hmm. for you know summer breaks and Things like that. Obviously, before Sienna went to school, I was working from home and a stay at home mom. So I've had some level of practice in all of this. Yeah. So it's been, it, for me, it hasn't been like as difficult or life altering as many others for sure. So we've been married for, you know, 11 years, we've been together. So where we've got the 3 month thing down. He's been home for 3 months for summer break. Mm-hmm. I've been working from home. We have that down, but you might want to check in with me like 4 months cuz we haven't five. done that before. So <laughs> yeah. right now we're fine. That we have there's some uncharted territory by the time we get to like midsummer here that who knows what could happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he is he doing any kind of
1: distance learning?
0: Yeah, distance PE learning.
1: Yes, he is uh, required to do, you know, weekly lesson plans. And obviously, it's all via email and Mm -hmm. Zoom and all that good stuff. But yeah, he does have to maintain some level of contact with his students Mm -hmm. between now and mid June.
0: So, is he doing a full like Jane Fonda jazzercise daily (laughs) lesson for them that is over Zoom that we can join?
1: I wish like i I've been trying for you guys I've tried really uh, really hard for you guys to get that to happen but that has not happened yet he mm. um he doesn't do any live videos I mean exor- like, uh, okay. not even exercising no
0: <laughs> that's fine Jane Fonda was not doing that live you tell him that those were all I'll pre-recorded
1: him, I'll, okay I'll ask him if I can pre-record him and then we can all watch him
0: there you go. Yeah. We, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to be a zoom. I will gladly like watch a videotape of, I don't I'm, I'm Your husband, if he hears this is going to be like, who is this? He doesn't know me. How does he know he wants to watch me <laughs> doing jazzercise and leg warmers? But I assure you.
1: Six foot four man and uh sweatbands and
0: yeah.
1: leg warmers and.
0: God. A unitard and leg warmers. I assure I you, Mr. Gears, we <laughs> all want to see that.
1: We do. Dang it! I need to make this happen.
0: Yeah, you have a it. new. Uh, that's your distance learning assignment for the day. Is getting <laughs> him on that?
1: Okay. I got. I got homework. I got it.
0: I'm pretty sure if you put that up on uh, a Twitter poll, that you would have pretty close to a hundred percent agreement on that one
1: i think i would too like, i like my aunts
0: you've got the people behind you make it happen
1: yeah i you know what i'm disappointed in myself i haven't tried harder
0: <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to push it to that level <laughs> i was just trying to motiv- motivate you not not uh shame you
1: <laughs> well i am ashamed i'm gonna try harder i'm gonna do better
0: okay good i'm excited for that <laughs> Yeah, he can have, is he on Twitter?
1: No, he's not. He um, gets vast entertainment out of my Twitter. Does he? (laughs) Because he's brainwashed and thinks I'm hilarious. But no, he doesn't have his own Twitter.
0: So is it stuff that he's like seeing you tell him about your post? How is he being entertained by your Twitter?
1: sometimes I'll show him like my tweets or something or like if someone comments, I get off the wall, like completely
0: ridiculous
1: comments. And so I'll show him and then, or I'll show him just like someone else's post or something and he'll look through and he just thinks I'm hilarious. So (laughs) I got that going.
0: Um, I'm checking to see, I, I will tell you right now, if you can get on this quickly enough, Ashley, um, (laughs) the Twitter handle, A fierce body is not taken. (laughs) So
1: I love that you checked. That's it. That's the one.
0: Yes. I'm going to help you in any way I can to um, make this happen with your husband.
1: (laughs) I I mean, that handle alone, I feel like, is a huge selling point.
0: (laughs) It's so great because because you'll have... A fierce body and a fierce mind. Um, the couple like taking over the world. i I mean, he won't even need to go on TikTok. He can just take over like TikTok. jazzercise side on Twitter.
1: I, I feel like he could have a pretty big following within a day or two.
0: Oh yeah. What is your What are your numbers at? I know you're. Not, you don't have like a ticker on your wall in your kitchen. That, <laughs> flip numbers daily but uh
1: don't act like you know that i totally have a ticker in every room of my house oh. and it makes a it makes a money a ka sound awesome. whenever i get
0: I just gained another user <laughs> people are like waking up in the middle of the night mom somebody just unfollowed you
1: i have to cry about it
0: <laughs> oh yeah you you're up there so i i would say he's gonna be over 1K, like the day that you announce, a fierce body is taking the reins <laughs> of getting not only his fourth, fifth, and sixth graders in shape, but all of us. Ugh, end to dad bod. Like I'm, yeah, I, I'm ready. Sign me up.
1: Okay, so I can count you as a follower already.
0: Oh, totally. Okay. <laughs> Don't I? I will say for my animal hospital that I manage I've had to like create things for my doctors like create their own gmail accounts and give it to them and say change your password and create you and in covid times like they've had to do skype calls and do zoom calls and I have to create all this stuff for them so I I will create a fierce body at gmail.com and hand that over to you guys with all of the associated social media accounts already built in and just say, (laughs) just change your passwords and you're ready to go.
1: And he's set which he would like that because he is not tech savvy person. Like I have to do all of those things for him. Oh, So he would appreciate you being his marketing agent.
0: Okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm not one to talk like I don't have a ticker on my wall or anything. So I'm just, (laughs) I'm just handing you the the reins and you guys are going to take it over and run with it. Right. I hope you're furiously like already typing stuff together on your Twitter for a fierce body. We've already (laughs) taken over the mind body is next and um, (laughs) that should be probably where it stops. Like I think if anything else gets fierce,
1: well that you have to pay for.
0: (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) That is a different social media site.
1: Right. (laughs) Some other stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh but anyways.
1: I know I'm like probably partial to it because obviously that's I grew up here, so that's how I mm-hmm. I did the same breakup. But um as a mom, I do appreciate it in a lot of ways because I think each of those ages is kind of a good kind of turning point at each of those stages for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um I like that my probably very long-legged uh, again i'm partial but beautiful red-headed uh sixth grade little girl isn't going to be with eighth graders you know
0: oh yeah yeah <laughs> um,
1: things like that where it's like okay that that age gap is it's probably a good little break there a little yeah keep them separated to some degree works in my favor as a mom at least
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i had protection And I witnessed Mm -hmm. and I know how boys are. I know you boys like the back of my hand. So (laughs) my daughter doesn't have any Uh, older brother. So I'm just, I'm just praying and hoping for the best.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I agree with you. Like sixth through eighth can be a little much.
1: And you know, when you start like getting them even bigger where they have high schoolers or like eight, sometimes they have eighth grade in high school and stuff. I'm like, Ooh, again, probably more so. some people, you know, will not like this, but probably more so as a mom of a girl, I don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, with
1: the whole like little eighth grader in high school, I date when I was a freshman, I dated a senior in high school, like an oh boy, years, so. Um,
0: <laughs> do, yeah. do we want to spend any time on that?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure y'all know the story. I don't know. <laughs> uh. I was a good girl, though. I was a good girl, so. Don't jump to any conclusions.
0: Yeah, you conclusion jumpers out there.
1: (laughs) My brothers all wanted to, you know, commit murder (laughs) Mm -hmm. my entire freshman year. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, we, I remember being a freshman and some of the girls in our class dating juniors or seniors and us being like, how in the, what in the world? And not only that just seems so weird, but, like you that this is our class
1: right it's not like you're gonna get the older chicks it doesn't it doesn't really work the other way typically it's not like you're gonna take their junior and senior girls
0: no i think out of all (laughs) of the there was maybe one or two reverse situations at our school where younger guys dated older girls it was always the other way around right i don't know it's too young for cougars in high school
1: (laughs) My husband's quite a bit older than me. I always tease him that my second husband, I'm going to be a cougar. Oh, switch it up.
0: <laughs> How much older is your husband than you?
1: He's 15 years older than me.
0: Oh, amazing grace.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I told you, I was quite a bit older. It's a gap. <laughs> I'm the first to say I 100% do not say, I'm not saying like, oh, yeah every couple that's 15 years apart like you should for sure do that that's everyone that would work for everyone i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that we are the very very small percentage that it it works because i'm uh you know kind of an old soul and he's he's more of like a kid at heart so we we meet somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle um that's good. but yeah most people i don't i wouldn't recommend it i don't think it's probably typically a conducive (laughs) situation by any means it's not something that I hope my daughter does you know it's not like a it's a unique it's a unique success story is what I'm trying to say
0: (laughs) enjoy um what your mom and dad have created but it doesn't mean you need to replicate it what you're saying right exactly so how long ago did you start doing the whole twitter thing
1: um two years ago
0: oh wow two Years
1: ago, i never had any social media at all i never did like myspace facebook uh, I've your space i never had any <laughs> your space my space their space like <laughs> yeah. i've never been in anyone's space until <laughs> <And, laughs> <laughs>
0: This is why you were born for this <laughs> pandemic because you are very good at staying out of everybody's space.
1: I know how to stay out of space. No matter how uh, many, no matter how much peer pressure, I will not get in anyone's space.
0: Uh, you give them six so, feet, they'll take until
1: about two years order. ago. <laughs> yep.
0: So, so what? drove you to do especially since you were not on social media what kind of pushed you into going into Twitter of all places
1: um well i actually started with instagram hmm. before i mean it was like within the same you know week or something but mm-hmm. i my first ever social media was instagram and um i did that because i actually started my etsy shop at that time oh okay which has like graphic design stuff so people kept telling me, oh, you need to put it on Instagram and then you'll get some, some Etsy traction, which did work. So, mm-hmm. you know, great. But then as soon as I started doing stuff on Instagram, um, people who know me were saying, oh, you should get Twitter because I'm basically just a one-line asshole <laughs> everywhere <laughs> I go. <laughs> so
0: Not to be confused with the two-line assholes.
1: No. Mm-mm. Nope. Just the one, <laughs> one line. Uh, that's going nowhere good. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's kind of where it went. My Twitter, I use, um, I get a lot of like my book sales from Twitter and then I get a mm-hmm. lot of like Etsy and graphic design stuff from it, uh, Instagram.
0: And at some point you made the leap from, you know, 400 people following you to over 50,000 is there some kind of magical tweet that you did that created an uproar or what kind of led to that
1: um well I remember after one year I had 10,000 so in this last year at one year I remember I had 10,000 followers and so this last year you know I gained like whatever 50 60,000 I guess It wasn't like one tweet. I've had a couple tweets, like whatever, go viral or whatever. Mm -hmm. That always helps, I guess. But I don't know. I think, honestly, I think most of it is just I don't, I don't really have much of a filter. Yeah, (laughs) I just kind of whatever. I just say whatever. I tweet whatever. So people like to watch a train wreck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Follow a fierce mind. I think that's
1: I really know how to sell myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh the pitch of uh one line asshole and train wreck <laughs> uh, really really works.
1: I probably have like twenty thousand more followers just from those two yeah. those two slogans. Those are my Twitter yeah. slogans. Yeah.
0: yeah. I expect a new bio following this podcast, by the way. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, I need to update um, that, obviously.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I, I think that that's kind of like the thing that everybody says, and I love that you have done it that way. I mean, I've gone to some of the, for my work with the animal hospital and a little bit for the podcast as well, gone to some of the marketing and social media stuff. And that's kind of the juggernaut mythical magical unicorn is how you've done it kind of organically and not through like a president retweeting you or something and <clears throat> you like waking up to 40,000 new followers overnight right you know you got to love the tweets that when people something happens like that they go viral and then almost immediately their follow up tweet is hey if you like um big butts and you cannot lie you should buy my new single on soundcloud or whatever it is you know i don't right.
1: know so i shouldn't um, anything are you, are you i shouldn't do?
0: <laughs> I, i'm not gonna tell you to not do a tweet that says that okay but but i'm not gonna tell you to do it either so on, i
1: gotta delete this out of my drafts folder
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i I, I don't know if uh, Sir Mix A Lot will sue you for that or not.
1: But if he did sue me, do you think I would go viral?
0: I think you would go me? viral and probably win. And <laughs> you know, that's just another tallying of thousands of followers in your. Just another
1: so. notch in your belt. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's your new. You've got a lot of homework to do after this, <laughs> Ashley. Like I really I, do. Uh, I don't want to think of myself as the catapult for um, where your (laughs) career went to following um,
1: my Twitter career.
0: (laughs) Yeah, after May 18th of 2020. But, um, you know.
1: I'm not one to toot my own horn, but toot too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's also on that other social media account.
1: Right. (laughs) I keep getting mixed up. I'm sorry. This is the appropriate. Uh, We
0: need to keep it appropriate. (laughs) I I will say, even though it is my day off during, and we are during the pandemic, and it is after three o'clock PM, no drinks have yet been involved on this side of the microphone, at least. So this is all just straight up normal insanity.
1: Yeah, that's, I'm in the same boat. This is, this is just, this is what you're working with.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this, this is what you're getting. This is why. Um, so many people follow one of us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Told you it's a train wreck.
0: No, I, I, it's, it's, it's the good train wreck. It's the, you know, Back to the Future three kind of train wreck. <laughs>
1: it's a classy train wreck.
0: Well, I am massively appreciative of you coming on and telling some of these stories. And uh, again, like I, really felt massive kinship with you in the some of the things that have driven you to do some of the bold things that you are doing and i'm i'm really i'm a very sentimental fellow i'm with you in the same boat of um i i cry a lot during disney movies and other such things and so it it makes me i get proud of humans that I may not know all that well or that I do know. And um, I always say, I always feel really weird, like I'm telling somebody that I'm proud of them because they don't really know me that well. But it is really remarkable the things that you are doing, thinking with the foresight that you are taking from your own experiences and trying to make those so much better for Your daughter and for her life going forward. I think it's, it's, you know, it's something that's so easily you could have gone the other two directions with of just kind of being apathetic about it or just not really taking the time to do it. And I know it's a lot of extra work, but it is something that's going to definitely make that mark. I mean, you know, as what this is the way I think about it. For my kids as well, like at your age right now, if you had these things from your dad that Mm -hmm. you are creating for your daughter, how much that would mean to you right now. So, um, humongous flying high fives that have like flames (laughs) behind the arms and stuff like that. As I'm giving those to you mentally,
1: all of the things. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: yeah, there's like Falcons and, um, What are those falcons and phoenixes (laughs) behind the high fives and, you know, like... Is it phoenix I
1: or phoenixes? Oh. (laughs) Well, I appreciate Uh, I appreciate you.
0: Now now I'm going to be like sitting, (laughs) thinking about that. Where do you put the... Is it an ES? Is it a... uh,
1: I apologize. That's just how my brain works.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's... Great. I think that um, I should, I don't know, I'm gonna have to figure that out now, Ashley, you've, you've given me my little bit of homework now.
1: Yeah, well, I have a lot to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to be looking for a fierce body. Like, uh, I want to say within the next 24 hours, but I don't want to put too much pressure on you and your husband. So um, (laughs) I'll give you a few days.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Because otherwise, people are going to be looking it up. And it's going to be me in like gold lame pants and <laughs> unitard like doing these workouts and they're going to be like no this is not what we
1: convincing everyone that you're my husband
0: yeah. well that's
1: mr I- <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it'll be like one of those tv sh- it'll be like um what is the tv show where the dad's oh uh i dream of genie yeah. It'll be like the second season will actually be your husband. And they'll be like, oh, what happened to the original Mr. Gears? <laughs> uh So everybody, make sure you go to Twitter. Even if if you aren't a massive Twitter person, you should go there anyways. You should have a Twitter account. And then you should find A Fierce Mind on there and give Ashley a follow and tell her how amazing this whole conversation was and how you've learned a lot about all of the different things that we've talked about in this. It's, it's too, it's too much. I can't sum it up at the end. There's no like fifth paragraph that is a part of the five paragraph essay and giving you the totality of the episode. If you missed anything, go back and listen to it again and tell a friend, do all that good stuff. Yes. But you should also check the link on her Bio there, and I will put everything in the show notes and on my website as well. But check out her book, Dear Sienna Letters to Every Daughter. And have you already decided, is your are you going to change the title as you're going through these next book versions of it?
1: Um, as it stands right now, unless I'm like inspired somehow with an upcoming letter, I'm just going to keep them the same names, but you know, there'll be a part two, part three, whatever. Mm. So
0: not like Dear Sienna, more letters to every daughter.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that is brilliant! I hadn't thought about that.
0: Even more, like there's a
1: even even more
0: handwritten in red with a little arrow. Yeah, right. what, I can't remember what book series <laughs> I did that with. And you could bringing it back to the whole Jaws theme with Chum. You could like have one of them be. <laughs> Dear Sienna, Letters to Every Daughter. This time it's personal. Right. Would be kind of catchy.
1: Super catchy. One Just...
0: with 3D glasses.
1: <laughs> yes. the Man, I I have so many notes that I need to go over after this.
0: If you need <laughs> to hire me as your personal, <laughs> I don't know what my job title would be um, because I'm doing a lot. But That
1: Ad- uh, idea haver? Idea? Yeah,
0: yeah. If you need me as the wall for you to throw um, things at to see if they stick or not. You're my guy. Yeah. I'm going to create a fierce wall right now is my new Twitter.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Go follow it, folks.
0: There you go. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, uh, go find Ashley. Follow her on all these things. Hire her for your graphic design needs. Go and buy her book do all of the things that involve a fierce mind and Ashley gears because she deserves it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. uh, Sincerely. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, It's been really cool talking with you and uh, this couldn't have been a more fun conversation on a topic that I think most of the other ones are going to be a little bit more heavy, but this has been really fun.
1: Well, I appreciate it. I'm glad you had fun. I had fun too on a Monday afternoon. It's just what I needed.
0: There you go. Good start to the week. Yes. All right. And that is the end of my conversation. Hopefully not the end end. Hopefully there will be a sequel, and maybe even a third one. This time it's personal. I may send out 3D glasses to some of you from one of these, but I'm hoping that we get a chance to sit down and talk more with Ashley. I really, if you couldn't tell, I was really enjoying that conversation. Even though this isn't a normal Daddy Unscripted episode, and it's we're here alone together, I still don't go with a script. And I kind of jot down a few things here and there before some of these episodes. But this this was almost maybe too natural, the way that we just kind of were going and the way I missed on some of the things. And maybe that makes me a horrible interviewer. I don't know. When people ask me, like, what is your interview like? How do you interview me for your podcast or whatever? I always tell them. I don't consider this an interview, and I think most people that I have had on the show don't really put it in that category either. I think conversation is always the word I use for it because it really is just a conversation with me and another person, and I hope that you guys kind of get that feel from it as well. Like I've said numerous times, find Ashley, find her on Twitter, (laughs) go find Ashley don't go out in the world and find her find her on your computer or on your phone in some very safe and nice way and find her on her Twitter, a fierce mind and just sit down, get yourself a cup of Joe or something else and just scroll and enjoy. You could spend so much time on her Twitter stream and just laugh out loud at so many things and nod your head in agreement and, make your eyes wide, all kinds of different things to see there. I like to say that I am transparent in these podcasts as well. And I will tell you, within an hour after we talked, I went to her website. And finally, finally, I've looked at it a couple of times, and I don't know why I had never ordered it before. But I finally ordered her book, Dear Sienna, Letters to Every Daughter. So you can go go to her Twitter. That's probably the best way to find her. Um, It's the easiest for me to tell you out loud as well. Go to A Fierce Mind, click on the links, go to her Garrett Graphics Inc. site, get to her Etsy, you can buy her book, you can use her graphics, you can order stuff from her for any of your graphic design needs. This is a fantastic mom, daughter, sister, wife, woman, what other titles do I need to give her that I think. I can fully put my stamp of approval on finding her and supporting her and helping her little family continue to find success in this kind of funky time that we are in right now. So I will tell you, I am also out there on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, all as Daddy Unscripted. You can send me an email at daddyunscripted at gmail.com. If there are other people that are out there that you want me to talk with, you want to hear them telling their stories, whether it's a dad or not. Like that's, again, the cool thing about we're here alone together is I am getting the opportunity to talk to non-parents, talk to moms. It's not just dads anymore. Send me a line, DM me through any of those places Send me an email to daddyunscripted at gmail.com. I love getting that feedback from you guys. Again, the best way to find these new episodes because they're coming out. So I, I can't give you uh, guys a timetable on when the next thing is coming out because these We're Here Alone Together episodes, these what episodes are just kind of coming rapid fire. And I know I'm recording potentially two or three others this week alone. So The best way for you to know is by going to where you're listening to this podcast now, subscribing to the podcast so the episode is getting loaded right into your device. It's like the U2 album, except to some of you, maybe it's not as annoying. Uh, I I like you too. So what are you going to do? Um, a million thanks to Ashley for coming on. I, I can't say that enough. Another thank you as well, as always, to Umphreys McGee for letting me have their music on the podcast. Check out umphrees.com to see what they're doing, what they're up to, how they are continuing to do things for their fans, for all of you in this time of not being able to play live music, which is so much of their livelihood as musicians, as a band. So, another little plug to sweetrelief.org for you guys if you're able to donate to some of those people that you love, that inspire you, that make your day better through music or whatever it may be. Sweetrelief.org if you're able to, if you are in a place where you're able to donate anything to those artists. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Thanks so much, you guys. Again, keep your eye out for the next episode. I think the next We're Here Alone Together will probably be out within the next week or so. So keep an eye out for that one. Thanks, you guys. Be well. Be kind to others. Remember to reach out to your friends, to your loved ones, to anybody. If you need any kind of help in any way, get help from people if you need help. All right. Thanks again, you guys. Be well.